Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 89 of the Tony's Take Podcast. This is entertainment. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we've got Off-Road Andy. I share my candy. Wow, I like that. It's <laughs> a good name. And the wonderful Tony Katz. I like that also. There he is. Less believable, though. I'm honestly worried that these M&Ms might fall. <laughs> You're bad at letting sitting things down. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we, uh, we have M&Ms in the studio, as you have probably heard on the uh, sports podcast if you've already listened to that one. Those of you who haven't, go check that one out after this. LeBron versus Wade, big deal or not, you tell us. But like Please I, tell us. Oh, yeah. And uh, also make sure, well, a little bit of housekeeping, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. That's we. That's how we work. That's how we thrive. Uh, good good word of mouth. That's, that's what we're all about. But anyway, should we get into the meat and potatoes? Yeah, what is it this week? What kind of meat? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so this happened late last week, but it was worth uh, getting into just because uh, I think, Andy, you might have an interesting opinion or two. Kevin Hart. The What are we doing here? Well, <laughs> we have a fan in the studio who's airing our podcast. <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah. I, I, I freaked to, out for a second. I thought I had that plan on the computer. I was like, how did I, I do tried, that? I tried looking for something and then <laughs> didn't find it. Hey, I, I'll uh, look later. I was looking for oh, well, it'll be a later discussion. I was jumping ahead. No worries. If you want to play the pod, I'm all about <laughs> it. Uh, but anyway, as I was saying, uh, Kevin Hart was uh, pulled. Well, he was given the uh, opportunity to host yes, the Oscars. Yeah, start from the beginning. They didn't have a host, and then they had a host, They it's they, Kevin Hart. They filled it with... Four yeah, foot eight, we, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. I think the last two years in a row. Last no two one, years in a row. No one wanted to do it. Yeah, and they're down to Kevin Hart. And, well, because if you think about it, you're not going to get any money, and you're most likely already famous, so you're not going to get any movie roles out of this. Uh, it's it, all that can really happen is you say something a little over the top, and then you get blacklisted from Hollywood. Um, but anyway, he didn't even get the opportunity because I was it even a day later, like. Over twenty was it twenty four hours later or is it like the next morning? It's probably they had it ready. To the go. little hounds, the worms of Twitter and just stupid internet, immediately went ten years back to when Kevin Hart tweeted some homophobic things. Andy, now I don't follow him on Twitter or Instagram any of that stuff. Uh, from what I hear and see, he's quite motivational and like lately with like he does a lot of fitness and whatnot. Uh, but these were not nearly that so are, have you have you guys heard e any of these tweets he's had i have not so i thought it was part of his comedy like specials or something could very like well be that's another maybe, I, I don't know yeah i'm not i'm not sure where what, what what was a tweet and what was like said on stage and i'm uh, just assuming they're tweets because that's yeah several other tweets uh so here we go yo if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse i'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. That was a tweet from 2011. Uh, there's a few other ones, and it's like, well, is that funny? Or... Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even think that was funny. <laughs> like, yeah, just mean. I don't know. I, I, I don't it's, know. It uh, seemed like a concerned father or something. There's another one uh, asking, why does, uh, and this is uh, Damien Dante Wayans' profile pic, look like a gay billboard for AIDS? It's also mean. 
Yeah. yeah I just I thought he was a nice, positive guy. But no, just, I don't. I mean, well, so, let's keep in mind this was also like seven years ago. I mean, you got to start somewhere, being raunchy and being uh, before you become someone to have to become more motivational. Now, the next one I'm going to read. You tell me who this, who you know in your immediate life that you could see saying this online. Laughing my ass off at the at symbol. All of the women asking me where the pick is. I'm not passing along a pick of a naked man. Three exclamation marks. That would make me gay by association. Maybe I'll tell you. I immediately thought a fracking ball would say that. I guess. It's he, a little, would, he would not get association. Yeah, <laughs> there would be some misspellings in there. <laughs> he, he would know the, the saying, but he would accidentally say, like, Reception Asparagus. or something. <laughs> Asparagus. Oh man, oh, he's had some good ones. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't know anything about these. But like I said, I don't follow him on any of that stuff. Um, do you think this is worthy of losing a gig? I guess. Ten um, years ago, he said something mean and dumb. So I think. I mean, if you think about it, like other people, yes. But where is it? Where is it going to end? So how is it going to end? You're missing part of the story, which is. He stepped down because yeah, but I think he, he was he, get, he oh. no he had a chance the whatever they're called the you know motion picture academy or whatever said just make a statement and apologize and he said I have already apologized for these things I, I'm not gonna do it again and and get you know let these let the mob get a win here he so it's like even though. What he feels is, yes, I, I would apologize. He's, like, kind of sticking it to them, saying, like, this is what you get. Now I'm not going to host the Oscars. Now you're going to be stuck with someone less famous than me. And I so, do like that move. Um, someone fighting back. Well, that's where he also – I was just looked him up, and one of his more recent tweets of 23 hours ago said something along the lines of, I'm not afraid to eat alone or something like that, basically saying, <laughs> like, I don't care what you guys think of me right now or something like that. I'm uh, not going to – no, I think that's good, and the Academy is kind of screwed uh, because what they're saying is most of these hosts have months to prepare all their shit. And when this even is, is this? March? January? No, February. Like uh, I said, of somewhere in between there. Yeah, it's it's a couple of <laughs> no. months away. Uh, so I, I've heard they're considering like multiple hosts, like a group type of thing. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other different options are floating around. Because uh, really, they... There's like the mount. There's the monologue in the beginning, which is like ten minutes or so, mm-hmm. and then only maybe three or four like actual like segments. Yeah. Other than like just saying something and having the presenters. So, like they're saying, they could just have n- nothing, just presenters. Do a lot of people Suck watch the Siri. Academy Awards still? I I, I usually tune in, but I mean, they need to cut. They need to trim the fat. No so one needs that would, to that see. That would be one way to do it. But it's like, do people mm-hmm. tune in for the little comedy bit to see like what they're gonna. How they're gonna skewer Hollywood this this year? I usually don't, but if if you know there's, you got to see what you know, Gwen Stefani did, and I don't know why she came to mind. Uh, I'll look at a clip on the, on the internet later. Um, but I'm getting at like, do we need, really need to see? Hey, this guy's like the best uh, grip we've ever seen. Like here's an uh, award. They, they skip a lot of them now. Yeah, but they, I, there's, this is the best short in India. That's that's the stuff that's that's weird. Is there's like best short, best animated short, yeah. best foreign short. It's like there's too there's much enough. of the short. Nobody watches shorts. Yeah, I've never seen a short. Like I watched, you know, 
Key and Peel sketches on YouTube from time to time. You know, does that count as best? None of those get a nom. Yeah, (laughs) those are some good ones. The Uh, fucking Kobe thing was a bullshit thing they put out at halftime of the Lakers game. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, and that one, the best. That was the best one. That was the best one of the year. It was the best. Was some thing they made for. That's how great Kobe is, Andy. Just deal with it. One day, maybe a Clipper can do yeah. something like that. Yeah. Do you guys remember when I was talking about like that eight-part series on ESPN, and I was like, "Is this Kobe's thing?" Yeah. And uh, only to find out like the next day, or if you guys told me or whatever, not even close. His his video is forty-eight seconds long. It's like, God damn. Very uh, uh, underwhelming. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what what happens with this. Um. I don't necessarily like Kevin Hart just because all of his jokes are I'm short. Uh, so I don't miss the fact that my he's favorite. Host. I agree with you. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan either, but the my favorite thing ever that Kevin Hart ever did was when he had that scene in last, 40 year old last version. thing. I'm going to need you to do that home the extended <laughs> warranty for the price of uh, on the house. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That that scene is honestly one of my favorite like just movie interaction scenes. Like, also in a uh, scary movie 3, which I appreciate a lot. I liked him in that too cuz I still think yeah, that was before he was like around. really that big cuz I yeah, was like oh, he was... That movie came out like I want to say I was in like 7th or 8th grade when that and I saw yeah, that movie in theaters. 3, 2004 around there. I think yeah, it was in 8th grade. There. So yeah, I think 2004, yeah, th- 3 or 4. That was funny. And even the fact that that, that was a funny movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing where this uh you know finding old tweets and especially people being anti-gay where it's like we've moved so so far the last five years even like like I know you bring up a guy who's already been uh, blacklisted remember like Louis had like a big bit about how he still wants to say faggot and it's like I'm not I'm not trying to be anti-gay I just want to say the word and like yeah and then he like as of like two or three years ago like no I'm not gonna it's not funny anymore I'll just I don't need to have have that point. South Park did an episode about that where the kids wanted to call people that and they're like, we're not trying to say anything about gays, but now people have even dropped that defense and just said, we don't, there's no reason to make these jokes anymore. So. Just got to make a new word. Yeah. You gotta re- there's so, plenty of insults. You know the British they, do it every day. They yeah, make up insults. We need to do. We need to get like the a British committee over here, yeah. and they have to replace every word we're not allowed to say yeah. with a word that sounds as good to say. Now, whether or not that's within like the structure of the word, with the the form of the letters, or just hey, they could pull the stigma off. associated with it. Yeah. Exactly. There's no better person to swear than a bloody Brit. Yeah. It's just in their DNA. Like in Eurotrip, he's like, these people are on a whole different level of swearing. So yeah, well, they'll help us out, and then we can move on, and you can still do good comedy without it, but. But uh, why I was bringing that up is um, Nick Cannon came to Kevin Hart's oh, defense. Oh, yeah. She, he I went just go back to bed. He went and found old tweets from other uh, comedians where they were saying supposedly anti-gay things. But the context was different because these comedians were kind of like almost making fun of the idea. Like they're, they're just like random things. Oh, why is this fag doing this? And stuff yeah. like that. And it just – it was not like they weren't – Kevin's heart thing was very specific. Like, I don't want my son playing with girls' toys so because that's yeah, gay. Yeah, like, his ass. That's very specific versus, like, what is that fag doing or something? It was like, Andy. Yeah. That was Amy Shermer's words, okay? Not mine. Oh. So that's the kind of person that he was finding up. And that, that's – of course you're going to find from 2009 tweets from every comedian ever probably used that word somewhere. I just feel so. sorry for the intern that had to look up all that shit because you know Nick Cannon didn't do it. <laughs> Uh, but the, it's 
it's a it's a thing. Um, Kyler Murray won the Heisman Trophy on Saturday, and we that didn't even night talk about that with pressure. Yeah. <laughs> that night, um, people found his old tweets and they're like, "Look, he's anti-gay," and it's like, "Damn." So I think it's it's a lesson to all the like the fourteen-year-olds who think this is funny. Oh, that, like, said this many a you're time. You're just gonna you just stop. Like, don't do it. So if you're gonna be famous or even think you might be famous, just but I think be like Andy and do not have any form of social media except for a fan page, which yeah. she has no association with. But nevertheless, go like Andy's fan page, Facebook. Yeah, there's and it's losing its bite now that it just happens all the time. Anytime someone has a big story, someone's there waiting. They're obviously waiting for that, waiting for that. They probably had the the guy who won second place in the Heisman Trophy. They probably had his anti-gay tweets, mm-hmm. and if he won, they would then publicize them. So. You think anyone is at the, like leading the charge on this, and they like could, could they get in touch with their people and like, hey, probably Russia. Do you want us to delete these these tweets? Give us. It's not about deleting; they're there. They say there are sites that index Twitter, and then yeah, maybe that's their site. Maybe those people, no, whatever program, or whatever that is, that's how you can go search these, with, even though and find deleted tweets. I just think it's yeah. the worst thing about the internet. Well, yeah, we should just have one a, of the worst things. We should have like a. Um, like a grace period for Twitter or something, and be like, okay, anything before 2016 doesn't count. Grandfather doesn't count. Clean slate. You can't use it against anyone, you know, in a court of law or otherwise. <laughs> Andy, what did you say in 2015? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah after, after I agree. That, though it is stupid that something that a rule or a, especially a date. like when you say about Kyler Murray, like however long ago that was, it's like the, that kid right now is what 18 years old, 19 maybe. Kyler Murray, 19 or 20. I forget he's not yeah. a freshman, so he's like, he's twenty. Let's just say he's twenty. It's like yeah, if he had a tweet from five years ago, it's like he'd said that when he was fifteen. Yeah. At fifteen, you're you're every all of us have been fifteen once. So oh I'm, no. Well, I hope fifteen year olds are learning from this, as well. They're gonna have to have this in class, like yeah. a cotillion of the <laughs> like internet. They're gonna have to have a social media class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what to say and what not to say. Maybe we, uh, I don't know. Every weekend, you do a tip. Like, yeah. Don't. Spew profanity on your your social media. Yeah, I want to give a presentation to middle schools. Just be yeah. like a weird guy. Like we didn't have enough of those presentations. Yeah, so Kyler yeah, Murray's twenty one. Like a, a weird guy would come into school and talk to you about stuff. We had that all the time. Yeah. What would he talk to you about? They always want to talk to you about like adult shit and like why you should be safe and. Was it a sex ed? It wasn't sex ed, but oh. there'd be like it'd be like a cop. He's like, I'm a cop. We need to. Show I remember you kids. one time a uh, cop comes in. This is a high school class. And he's talking like, don't be a douche and drive with booze or yeah. cigarettes. And then he took a bowling ball. And he's like, you know how, how heavy the human head is? And he dropped the bowling ball middle of the floor from his shoulder out to the floor. It's just thud. He's like, that's what your head does when it hits the pavement. He's like, Jesus Christ, you just put a hole in the floor in the portable <laughs> high school class. You're going to do this five more times? I remember that one. But uh, let's move away from all of this nonsense. Uh, that was the main thing I wanted to pull forward. Uh, we're not going to talk about France and their gas prices. Don't go to France right now, either, by the way. Everything's boarded up. Um, we are going to get right on into the box office. What do you th- What do you say, Andy? Yeah, the box office. It Money. Is, it is all the rage right now. And uh, continuing the trend, week three, Ralph breaks the internet. I wish he did. $16 million added to that pile, pushing it to over $140 million. The Grinch, week five, $15 million. It's 
That's pretty solid. Week five, of course, it's still the season. $223 million. Creed 2, 10, pushing almost $100 million now. Bohemian Rhapsody, week six, doing $6 million, $173 million. And it goes on down the list. Uh, Widows at the bottom, week four, doing three, 3.2. That's a two-way tie with possession of Hannah Grace. People like to be scared. And I'll tell you what. Tony, I told you I had a surprise. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to tell you that surprise after I tell you about Simple Dog, the uh, greatest leash on the planet. It's quicker, easier, and works with your dog's current harness or collar. And for a limited time, Tony's Take listeners, you guys can get 25% off and free shipping if you use promo code TONY. Spell it out, Andy. That's T-O-N-Y. Four letters. Tony. Perfect. Now, just head over to simpledoggy.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y. And use promo code TONY. But also... Make sure you check out our Instagram in the coming days. We are going to be, and I say coming days, Joe's in charge of this, and I'm worried about it, but I'll make sure it comes out soon. Uh, we are going to be putting a, a contest, a give, not a contest, but a giveaway. You want a leash? Just go to the Instagram, Tony's, tonys.take, and uh, stay tuned because we're doing a giveaway. These guys are awesome. Make sure you head over to simpledoggy.com. But enough uh, of this... Uh, teaser stuff let's get into it tony tony you we everyone knows you like scary movies this is this a fair assessment yes so rotten tomatoes has compiled a list of the 25 scariest christmas movies can you dig it yeah i can dig it all right so sounds the, exciting what are the guesses well we can turn it into a game if you like elf uh elf yeah obvious, obviously you've got uh like gremlins, gremlins. is on here Krampus uh, has got this. And now here's maybe. the thing. I was going to point this out. Krampus somehow gets uh, rated number 11 hmm. out of 25. 25. Krampus is uh, fresh at 67%, by the way. And where did we watch that? Uh, In a home. What, but it, it's on FX. Or it's not streaming. Where is it? Yeah, we did get it off of FX. It's off of Hulu. Yeah, okay. So it's not – If you have to just have that Hulu or FX to watch. It's not uh, – The other options. Not a lot. It's uh, not on Netflix. Yeah, it's not Netflix or Amazon Prime. What other Christmas horror movies? So, number Black one. Black Christmas? Maybe give us five to go to one. Okay, let's do that. Number five, Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, that just came out, right? 2018. Yeah. Oh, no. 81%. Um, a zombie apocalypse threatens a sleepy town, a little haven, at Christmas. Andy, you obviously know more about this than I. Is this a real movie or this? Yeah, it just came out like two months ago. I don't know. In the theaters. I think it's a smaller movie, so okay. it might have got a little bit, but probably already on. You can rent it. Hmm. Hey, your nearest blockbuster. Ooh. Yeah. Three ninety nine two day rentals, and you can get your little box of candy there. Yeah, I th- you also need a time machine to get this <laughs> deal. But. I think you could do the same thing without leaving your house and doing it on iTunes for three ninety nine. iTunes, Google, Amazon. There's plenty of options. Yeah, there you go. No so excuse to not watch the movie. How long you have Blockbusters been gone? I mean, not ten years yet, is it? Um, there's I think like two still in operation in the country. Yeah, but those are just now novelties, and <laughs> you're going to be one. Look, you're wearing your your Blockbuster yeah. blue shirt right that'll, now. That'll be a thing where people just like go through like they'll walk through it'll be like a museum like this is where you used to be able to go rent movies so i know that one of the ones that might still be open or just recently closed 
Um, they're not in great neighborhoods. People who don't have, you know, okay. credit and oh need boy. to go to a store and pay cash for a movie and burners. What? Just like burner people, burner phones. No, I'm saying they don't have credit cards, so they can't then have Netflix or that kind of they stuff. They don't have a debit card. You'd be surprised. You would be surprised. A actually. lot of people don't. A lot of people don't banking. operate with banks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And therefore, they can't have a Netflix account, so they still need to rent movies. And there's still all those independent ones, you know, you know stores just like video store. You think those still <laughs> sell, like, they have that, that one section with the beads? Yeah, that's a big, yeah. Cause that's people, so gross. <laughs> okay, but the here's the thing. Section. People with dark credit cards still have smartphones, so they don't need that anymore. Yeah, so I don't, I just don't understand it. I'm saying those are in business because people who don't have credit cards to get Netflix can still rent movies. Oh, my God. I, I don't know how accurate this is. It's off the Washington Post. But uh, in 1989, a Blockbuster store opened every 17 hours. Yeah. Hmm. But Incredible. in the late 2000s. One closed every 17 hours. It seemed that the stores were closing at the same pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah you, the store in Alaska will briefly reopen to sell inventory. Yeah. So this weekend, I went to the building where Hollywood Video used to be to have lunch, and it felt so weird. Like, like I haven't been where Schlotsky's was back in the day, and it's been gone for quite a while. It has been, hasn't yeah. it? There have been like four things it in there. It became a really bad Mexican place that's good up north, but bad here. Yeah, then something else, and fried chicken, and now it's a like Asian noodle rice bowl place or something. It's not bad. Now, if you're local, he's referring to the location of Tustin and Catella. Yes. Um, I used to go to Schlotsky's all the time. I think I would get a... Uh, like a uh, pizza bagel. Yeah. It was uh, within bike distance. Well, no, I would go. My dad really liked mm-hmm. going there. Uh, but, oh, hold on. We got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster. <laughs> I don't know where that okay, came so from. Okay, so number five is Anna and the Apocalypse, 2018, 81%. Number four, 1980. This is a classic. Christmas Evil, 83%. Ooh, don't know it. Is it spelled E-V-E-I-L? No, but it should be. It should be. I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know nothing about that. It's just a, a guy in a Santa like outfit holding a, a knife with not much blood on it, but he's got some blood on his uh, little shirt or his little outfit. Next, number three, Gremlins 1984, strangely enough, rated at 84%. Okay, number two, I like this one. I like the title of this. Tony, I think you'll uh, you'll dig it as well. So he's wearing like an ugly baseball tee, looks like, and he has a bat with a string of lights around it. And the movie title is Better Watch Out. Oh, better not cry. Yeah, 2017, 88%. Ooh, 88%. So this stars Levi Miller. Not real. And uh, Olivia DeJong. Where'd it go? Yep, DeJong and Ed Oxenbold. Uh, This holiday season, you may be home, but you're not alone. In the fresh and gleefully twisted spin on home invasion horror, Babysitter Ashley, who is Olivia DeJong, must defend her young Charles. Two people. I wonder if this is a twin type of thing. Yeah. It, no, they're different kids. That's weird. Uh, when intruders break weird? into the house. Because well, it's only listed as one person. Oh, no, 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 no. Young charges. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, young charge. Yeah. So people break into a house. You better watch out. I'm into it. It feels like a foreign film. The names. 
Okay, and then number one, drum roll, please. No. Thank you, Tony. Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale from 2010. Ooh. 89%. Ooh. Just couldn't quite make that. Audience score of 71. It's the eve of Christmas in northern Finland. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And I like Christmas to stay in the States. <laughs> <laughs> well, they love it over there, too. Uh, they unearth the real Santa Claus. Oh, that But this particular Santa isn't the one you want coming to town. When the local children begin mysteriously disappearing, young Pytrari and his father, Rauno, uh, a reindeer hunter by trade, capture the mythological being and attempt to sell Santa to the misguided leader of the multinational corporation sponsoring the dig. Wow. It goes on. That sounds like a lot going on. Is it a cameo appearance by S- Timu Solani? Or yeah, it's got to be. So it did $236,000. In what country? What I don't know. Probably. Good are, there, are these the types of, of movies, does that can have like subtitles? I I don't know. Uh, What's it called again? Rare Exports, Rare. A Christmas Tale from 2010. Uh, this is like Encino Man, but scary. Yeah. And Christmassy. What's the the bottom ones? Oh, you want to know those? Like there's there's this one with like a crazy guy who kills people on Christmas, and has this uh, funny scene on YouTube. And I just wonder where that is. Well, there are two in a row that are tied for last. If you're going off of there, it rating. is. It's that one. It's silent. Zero percent. Andy, thank you for it's this. It's that movie. Hold on. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part. Two from 1987. 0%. Then you also have... Yeah, uh, search that on YouTube and you'll find uh, a wonderful scene. I'll have you guys look at it. Did you make us watch this? Oh, no. Okay. And then... Uh, Andy, I bet you're excited to see Ernest has a Christmas movie. I know. I was going to oh, say, where's that on yeah, there? Yeah, we'll scary. get to it. Yeah, it's scary because <laughs> how bad it is. <laughs> the Dorm That Dripped Blood. Zero percent, nineteen eighty-two. Zero percent. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't surprise me is if this has it's like a co-ed porno somehow, or if it's like some co-ed movie, like a porno type thing. Twenty-four percent from the audience. Hey, that twenty-four yeah. percent was the guys of the nudity scenes. Yeah, there's not even. It doesn't tell you what it's rated R for. Yeah, I don't think Rotten Tomatoes is gonna tell you. Like good tit scene. Not Mr. No, Skin. they usually just give you, you know. There's nudity, oh, they violence. Barely had ratings back then. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, it's R or it's not. This girl on the uh, little picture is wearing just a white shirt with no bra. So there you go. I'm sure she, it slashes her shirt or something. Uh, we can go down the list if you like. A couple more. Jack Frost, 96. Ooh. ATM. Now, Tony, that's not asked about. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> See, there's Black Christmas. Black Christmas, 15% is 21. Now, here we go. Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, the original, 20 on the list. I believe 20, part two is, 5%. is the one you're going to want to look at. Yeah, that's the 0%. Uh, while She Was Out, 31%, 19. P2, 34%, 18. Eight, that's 18th uh, rank. Uh, yeah, check out this list if you want. Uh, on, whoa. Whoever slew Auntie Rue. <laughs> That can mean a lot of things. Yeah, that's just funny. <laughs> that's from 1971. Yeah. That's Golly some... gosh. Probably said it three times on there. You know, there were indie films back in those days, and sometimes they're interesting to see what they are. 
back then. Yeah, uh, I would love to watch a bunch of these. Um, but yeah, that was my little uh, gift to you for this pod, Tony Katz. Alrighty. I hope you uh, walked away with a few of those to, to check out. Shall we get into movies opening this week? I, I think we should. Yeah, there's there's like 11. There's, this is the week. This is the stuff. So Spider-Man intru- into the Spider-Verse, right? Yes. 99% went down a point. I've seen the trailer now three times. I've come to realize it's an animated movie. Nick, yeah. what's his Johnson. Johnson, yes. Is the main character. He's Spider-Man. He's the Peter Parker. Yep. Because they're all Spider-Mans. That's the point Spider-Man. of the movie. Oh, there's a lot of them. That's the point of the movie. Okay, then I have. There's a bunch of Spider-Mans all together. Okay, and I'll tell you this: it looks like Adam Sandler, like from Eight, Car- yeah. Eight Crazy yeah, Nights. Yeah, I see that. It's weird. It's the animation style. It was weird, but it kind of looks like him too, in that movie. Yeah. I don't know. Mortal Engines, thirty-six percent. This is a uh, kind of a disappointment. This is, uh, if you don't know, Peter Jackson. The crew from The Hobbit, and they're making it. So he's not directing, but he writing, producing, and the guy who did direct it worked for Peter Jackson for on like every movie since '92. So uh, it's kind of a big, big budget based on some book that I've never heard of. But this is the project they chose, you know, after the Hobbit movies were yeah. over. And I don't know, not that interesting. No, I wasn't into it based off the title. Yeah, like cities on on fucking trains or something. It's yeah. Yeah, like mad weird, weird dystopian. Like I'm, I don't, I've never liked that shit. You know, your Hunger Games. Yeah. All right, the Mule, no score yet. That's not a good sign. No, it is not. I don't like that they didn't release it to reviews. Um, so we'll we'll see. Want to play? I mean, Clint Eastwood could die. I was gonna say, I think people are worried that I, I could honestly, I hate to say it, but I could see what kind of ruins a movie like that is the fact that he looks like he's going to croak at any second. Like, the whole time you're watching it, you're just kind of distracted. Like, is this guy going to die right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm being, like, I, I mean, there's got to be other people that think that other than me. Yeah. And you know what's funny is there's a... Uh, like, it's hard watching him walk and talk and... There's brief sexuality drives. and nudity in that. And it's just like, what if he's in that scene? <laughs> probably is. Probably, there's probably seeing him get changed or something. Just see like his wrinkly yeah. ass or something. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope it's good. And it's based on a true story, isn't it? Yeah. All those movies are, though. Yeah, I think it's just Clint Eastwood's life. It's based on him. <laughs> uh, the House That Jack Built, 62%. Um, This is that weird director, right? Well, by weird, do you mean Lars von Trier? Yes. Yes. This and, is the uh, one we, ta- we talked about this movie. Can already. you just look at the album cover? The album cover. Or the artwork. Tone, take a glance. Oh, my gosh. I guess you... Hold on. There's one more I want you to see. Look at this. Andy, describe yeah. it. Um, pretzel Woman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, I think this is this is the movie you said people walked in, walked out at, at, like, the festival. We oh, this about is the it. one? Yeah. That was, like, so weird. Yeah. It looks weird. What, it looks- what's it called again? The house that Jack built. Ugh. It has Uma. Thurman? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Matt Dillon. Ooh, so it's got a decent cast. It's just, uh, who's the pretzel woman, though? I, I don't know. That's uh, the problem. That was not random like. actress. It looks like... It has to be. I don't even know how to say this Irish name. Uh, it, she looks like the chick from Men in Black, where she just wants to find Edgar. 
And yep, she yeah, is. That's her, yeah. The chick wow. from Men in Black. Good for you, Sean. Uh, neat. She's, now she's looking all over the place for Edgar. That's why she's in those yeah, weird positions. She's walking on different sets. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely don't plan on seeing this unless yeah, it's definitely just wouldn't insane. pay money for it. Uh, if Beale Street could talk. Now this is a Life of 92%. Oscar favorite right here. Ooh, is 92%. it? 92%. What's it called? Be- if Beale Street could talk. Yeah. What is this one about? Race. Andy. Yeah. This... Race. Is so of course it's an now? Oscar favorite. Yeah. It's um the director of Moonlight. That's another Moonlight Graham. No. The movie <laughs> Moonlight that won Best Picture two years ago. Oh, the one where they thought they didn't win, and then yeah. it was a uh, who's fucked that up? Steve Harvey or something? <laughs> that was the card keepers. It wasn't. It wasn't the people who read it. They took the wrong. They got the wrong card or something. Oh, so the card keepers. I bet those yeah. card keepers. They, they, someone behind the scenes the has to fuck with someone yeah. every now and then. Even if it like if you were getting ready to quit, you'd be like, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> um, this is my last year anyway. I'm done with this internship. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Yeah, go. Andy will check that one out, and he can tell us about it. Now this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the next one and I'll, I'll we'll get cool. into it at the end. Uh, Capernaum, Capernaum. Okay. This has got to be a Danish film or something. Seventy three percent. So this is when they're making these uh, Oscar contenders, right? Yeah, those foreign films come out all the time. Well, they're allowed to. Uh, yeah, this, this kid's walking on a bridge, towing a kid in a tub. The hell that was about uh bird box what 50, bird box 57 percent. i oh. think they mail you stuff yeah yeah that's the one that's got like sandra bullock and uh, yeah she's Machine blindfolded and uh i don't know anyone else in this jackie weaver with some weird eyebrows machine gun kelly's in it is that trevante rhodes no his name's colston i think oh. he says that in that eminem diss song Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's a different person entirely. Machine Gun Kelly is a white guy. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Very tall, skinny white guy. Um, a lot of tattoos. This is coming to Netflix. Yeah. I think, is it already at Netflix? No, it comes out Friday. Or, well, oh, hold on, hold on. It's in theaters on. on Thursday. And streaming on the 21st. Netflix Friday. <laughs> well, the following week. You have to, it has to be in theaters for like so many days. Until it can go to somewhere else. Or it can go to count. Netflix to, to account for award seasons. Uh-huh. Because that Nick well, Cage movie that came out not that long ago got... Just missed the mark. The Oscars came out and disqualified them. Well, I don't think this one's going to go far because it's at a 57%. Yeah, Netflix probably thought... They got yeah. Bull- Sandra Bullock, they probably thought. You know what's kind of funny is, yeah, that's exactly what they're thinking. At least yeah. that's what we think they were thinking. And then it just gets shit on. Uh, the second time around, yeah. 100%. Is this a step-by-step remake? Um, a remake that would be amazing. I think all those characters could still be in it. Uh, not dead. This looks but like no. it's complicated with Alec Baldwin and Helen Hunt. It's I don't think it was Helen Hunt. Either of those people in this one? No. This is uh, Linda Thorson, Stuart Margolin. I think this is this is a foreign film. Yeah, it's not rated. So <laughs> they don't need ratings. Where this they're is from. a senior flick. They're divorced and they find love. I'm not reading it. I'm just looking at the title. Uh, it's one of those movies where they made the title and then the story. Uh, the Quake. Another foreign film because in parentheses, Skilljevul. I don't know. 67%. Check it out, foreigners. Uh, okay, the movie I skipped. I had no idea about this. Maybe Andy did and Tony maybe. 
uh, I know I had no goddamn idea. Once upon a Deadpool. Yes. 55%. Oh, yeah. I knew one was coming out. It No, just jumped. To 56. No, to 75. Oh, whoa, that was a good How last... How could it be that jacked up on... A few seconds. But I've been refreshing this. It's No, it still says 50... Andy, look at this. It says 55. What does the, the math say when you click into the movie? Because they usually tell you 44 reviews, 42 are this. 11 reviews. Oh, no, it just jumped back down. See, that's no. why not enough reviews yet to no, really a get 35%. a definitive picture. That's stupid, though, and upsetting. Yeah. Uh, from a 75 to a 55. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, is a PG-13 movie. So it's, it's just a cut of Deadpool, an edited version of Deadpool 2. Oh. It, with, a, with some extra scenes they filmed. For um, Christmas. So what I heard that Last the whole thing is supposed to have Fred Savage narrate. Yes. Oh, boy. You know, Fred like, Savage so it's, is so it's like it. a homage to. Wonder um, Years? No, from the Princess Bride where he's the kid who's getting the story read to him. So they is framed he? it like where he's reading it to Deadpool or something. Does Fred Savage still do stuff? Oh, he's, he's a director. Yeah, he's, he does a lot. Of, he's very he was in that in, like, Netflix. Sunny, right? Yeah, he was in that Netflix thing. Remember, it was like was his last acting gig in uh, Austin Powers? No, it was this Netflix thing that everyone hated. Um, what was it called? Wonder Years. <laughs> so he's in Super Troopers too. I mean, he's in things, but oh, yeah. not. Oh, in... I think I think I knew that, but uh, I haven't seen that. But yeah, what was it... that Netflix thing called with the guy from Key and Peele? And I don't think you're on track with that because his last credit from unless this is gapped and I should be on the I'm on the, I'm going to move this says from 2018-2010 okay it was a Netflix thing so it was not going to be on Rotten Tomatoes it would be that's no. this is his stuff hold on maybe it's we're not no, on they don't put non-movies director on you're a non-movie you kind of are actually yeah okay yeah there's other stuff cancelled oh yeah he was in that oh with uh, all of the people and like they were cheating on everyone and yeah what was that called was that the the, not the grinder. Grinder was good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was him and Rob Lowe, and and the waitress from Always Sunny. It was a really good show. He was in a show canceled. called Being Bin Laden. It was at the top. The grinder. Top, the top. Of his credits. Oh, friends from college. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where. Oh, he's in Robot Chicken twenty eight. It's not oh, good, but there's enough reason to watch it. It has a uh, key, Keegan Michael Key. Nat Faxon, who everyone knows him, but no one knows his name. So it's a weird name. So yeah, very much so. Uh, Colby Smothers, big fan of her. Uh, Billy Itchner, which I'm so sick of. He Billy Eichner. Yeah, he has of Lion King. He has one role: annoying, loud gay guy. No, he's gonna be the cartoons. From Lion King. Cartoons don't count. Uh, he's been that guy though in like six different things. He is who he is. Don't don't make him change. Uh, he's an actor. He's supposed to change. He's not a Gary Oldman. Shut you don't have to be a Gary Oldman type. Clint Eastwood's the same fucking guy in every movie the last 45 years, right? And he's brilliant. No, he went from a cowboy to a racist old man. Same thing. Mm. It's a natural progression. All it's right. the same guy. Well, maybe. Uh, but yeah, this movie or this show did not last. Uh, oh, did it last? There's 2019 no, I think, on here. I think there's a season two. This show is not over. Netflix doesn't cancel things. Yeah. God, that's embarrassing. They literally will make everything. If you are a screenwriter out there, this is nev there's never been a better time. I have a script floating yeah. around. I need to just hey, mail into these guys and send them a PO or, or reverse like an invoice or something. God damn. Ridiculous. Uh, 
but enough on Fred Savage. <laughs> and uh, that's very upsetting. I did not. I thought that was a new movie altogether, but they just recut it. Okay. That would be, that'd be impressive if they filmed the movie in secret. Well, like I was Christmas. thinking that. I was like, did they – when was yeah. – the, the last one wasn't that long ago. No, it was this year, so. It was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it really wasn't long ago at all. Okay, well – I wonder what a PG-13 cut of the movie would be anyways. It's so so violent and everything. It's like, it doesn't even make sense. I don't know. So is this version just for FX? I don't know. I think it's kind of a joke. They're like, oh, we'll have this PG-13. And that they're going to put on FX people, a lot. People will go and see it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the maybe the extra stuff is kind of cool, but mm. don't know yet. Well, those are uh, the movies that are coming out. Now, uh, there is a score for Aquaman. Which comes out on the 21st. Yeah. The initial reviews are in, Andy. Have you seen this? No. There are just two things on here I want to touch on, and then we'll move off of it, because I don't want to get too far out there with these movies. Aquaman is a 76%. It's good. Now, that is uh, 62 reviews. Yeah, so that's a... That's a substantial amount. It's enough of a base to know it's going to be... It's not going to probably fall below 60 at any point. Um, also, am I looking at this right? Are these sharks with laser beams mounted on their head? Did Dr. Evil finally get what he was asking I mean, why for? not? If you can, if you have the technology, which we do, if you have the ability to talk to the sharks like Aquaman does, yeah. then why not? I just still don't understand that movie. Uh, but here's the, the startling thing. Bumblebee comes out next week also. Yeah. Bumblebee is a 97%. Yeah, I think they actually decided to make like a good Transformers, like a good story. There are uh, 30 reviews for that, so the decent base again. Uh, the craziest part, John Cena. It's not crazy. He's a, he's a star. But he did he replace Mark Wahlberg in no, this No, this one? takes place in the 80s. This is a prequel. Okay. Pamela Which is Adlon. cool. I, I, like, I like prequels. I like Pamela Adlon. I like the 80s. Yeah, uh, like, Paranormal Activity 3 was a prequel. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, the key parts of this Aquaman movie, I don't know if Sean will get to it. Okay. I was not. What? Can you look up the director of Aquaman and maybe tell Tony some credits why this may be a good movie. Did he direct some bumps? So it is uh, James Wan. James Wan. Oh, the Asian James Bond. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, that's classic. <laughs> Uh, the Conjuring. Ooh. That's his highest rated movie. Is it going to be a little 86%. spooky? He also directed Saw 3D. Is the, oh. He's the creator which is a 9%. The, is he the creator of Paranormal? He's the creator of the Saw franchise. Oh, man. I like that then. Hold on. This dipshit directed Furious 7 also. Yeah, why not? Paul Walker died. Jesus, this guy's a little director slut. Yeah. Annabelle? Okay. Here's my problem with uh, Aquaman. I don't like that they just didn't do it from how he looked in the comics. In the comics, he looked like in the new in the new trailer they show him wearing that like orange shirt. Well, that's but I like but his yeah. hair. I like the little blonde hair. Oh, okay, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the little blonde hair. He looked like a fucking Fred from Scooby Doo. Yeah. But instead it's they the got same him, character. Instead they got a guy that looks like a real mermaid. <laughs> well, what's hilarious is that looks like the costume that they wheel out at the Warner's meeting in Entourage, yeah. and he comes out of the meeting. He's like, "There's no way I'm going to be on a 60 foot screen dressed like Elton John." <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah everyone's just gonna be comparing this to Aquaman of Entourage Andy and you know it yeah you know it if he doesn't jump dive off of a, like a pier to chase a tidal wave coming for land no one's gonna be happy 
because everyone wanted to I mean, see how that scene played out. You can't possibly know what's going to happen in this the movie. The power cut out, Andy. No one could have known. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk more about that, and maybe it'll drop. Maybe it'll rise. Uh, would you think? Where do you think Vice will be? That has no score yet. Vice will get an eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. You seem quite confident yeah. in that. We're going. We're doing it. I, I'm very into this this movie. Tony, you, I showed you the trailer. I think last time for this one, um, for Vice. Okay, so you're giving it an eighty-eight. Andy. that's respectable. I, uh, I'm going eighty-two. For what movie? Vice. I, did I see a trailer for it? I think I showed it to you last week. This is where uh, Christian Bale got Jumbo again to play Dick Cheney. I think we talked about it. I don't think I ever saw oh, the trailer. Oh, did I not show the trailer? But uh, I know what it's about. So it's the guy that did like the big short. An anchor. Those movies usually do pretty well. I'm going to say 92. 92. That's that's good. I, I, I think I, I expect high. I expect high out of this one. Hopefully it will be. Um, we'll touch more on that next, uh, next episode. Because what was the movie... Last year, that was up for like best picture with uh the guy from Gary Oldman. The Darkest Hour. Yeah, that was like Winston Churchill or something. Those like yeah. little classic dress them up as an old yeah. timer movies usually do pretty well when they're about like history. Well, and this Clint also Eastwood should do something where he's a young guy. That'd okay, be, that'd, that'd be really, be really funny. I an, I anticipate this one to be exactly like The Big Short in terms of film style. And just Margot Robbie's gonna explain a scene. Oh in it. God! In a bubble bath. So did what's I'm her name too? Right? Didn't Lindsay Lohan explain a scene in that one? Or no, someone? Oh, Miley. Was, no. Uh, no, is that little Mexican? Girl? Yeah, fuck. Selena Gomez. That's okay. her. What was at the blackjack table or yeah, something? Yeah, with uh, he, the guy was famous for some reason. We talked about hoops, which I liked. Uh, but anyway, should we get into what we're watching? Might as well. Let's yeah, do it, here. Andy. How about you lead us off into temptation? Um, lead us off. We watched the movie here, like as a, as a team. Oh yeah, on Friday night. Krampus. Called Krampus, which Friday night was, was a nice. Classic, y'all assumed I'd seen before. A nice classic Friday night. <laughs> I, you were you had to have been. In, I was not here. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I do not think Dobby and I watched that together, but we might have, I guess. Well, I definitely watched it with you. I didn't. Watch I, it I know that, I, and I watched it here, and it was definitely was you and I. But I don't think it was just you and I. I could have sworn. Yeah, you're Andy. the only other one that would have been Andy, there. Were you just like drunk? But you would have you would have remembered because I mean you're not the type to forget, especially when it's a yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the other guy, Rain Man, out there watched yeah. it with us. But maybe, or maybe it was just Dobby and I. I don't know. I just don't think it was. Maybe it was a random. You know what I'm realizing? You said we watched it on FX, like through Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things I thought was cr- weird about this movie was that. You don't see anything. Like, the monsters, when they attack, they kind of, like, cut away. And then I'm like, it's probably edited, right, for FX. We watched the edited FX version of that movie. Could have been. Probably. So that's why. Um, well, that that's one of the notes I have. It's like, you never really even see the monster all that much. You see some weird stuff, but, like, they kind of would cut away from everything, which... Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. don't see I more. honestly don't remember how, like, the... It, it was hard to figure out whether they're trying to be funny or not, where it's, like... The toys that are coming to attack the family were pretty crazy. But was it supposed to be funny or not? I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. Because I, I, you do have, like, the uncle who plays a uh, champ in uh, Anchorman. And he's, like, kind of, not really funny, but, like, he's just kind of an idiot, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I I think sometimes with movies when they do, like, when they get like too demonic or too demented, 
they're just not as good or something like not as not okay i, I didn't mean that like not a not as good like you can't take it as serious i feel like because it's too over the top like a lot of those movies when they're too over the top gory it's like yeah. there's such thing then yeah that's like the point of it rather than yeah any scares also i don't really like when uh there's not like a path to fighting whatever it is I mean, they were able to like fight off the toys but like in the end it's like <clears throat> they can't fight this beast whatever it was and it had magic and stuff and it's just like i like when they're they at least establish some way of winning even if they're not going to win in the end so then this movie also does like a like a triple ending where it's like you got mad at me for predicting what i thought was going to happen which is then what you think is going to happen and then they reverse it on you again and it's just like what what does it even matter oh, yeah. if you remember <laughs> it's like yeah so there was no there's no resolution just kind of it ended four times yeah yeah, it was a weird movie. Yeah, but I there was went, a Jack in the Box that eats people, so that was cool. I went to bed, yeah. so I don't even I don't remember even all of the stuff from last mm. year when I watched it. Yeah, it's hard to ex- even explain really <laughs> the ending. Check but, it out if you're interested. Yeah, this this is the season to watch it. Exactly. What about you, Tony Katz? Uh, so I guess the only thing I really watched was uh, I tried watching because I guess Mowgli came to Netflix. Yeah, and. A friend of ours was telling, saying to watch it, that it was good. So I did, but I don't know if I was just maybe too buzzed last night or what, but I just couldn't follow along all these animals talking to each other. It's just not my thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sure it's a great movie, but... I was told these, the same thing. It's, it's like, really good is what Turtle said. Yeah, that was my He's source also. But it was, like, that... Just these anime... I mean, I like the Jungle Book. I remember, you know, like, the big snake is horrifying. Yeah. And all that stuff, but it's just that all these different animals just talking to each other, and they're all like animate, like three D animated, whatever the hell they. Yeah, the technology use. is supposed to be great. That's why I want to check it out. Just like, and it is good technology. I'll give it that. But it's just like, I don't know, man. It's not for everyone. And I think I'm just I can't force myself to try to enjoy something that I just don't get. But uh, but the other thing I did watch this is more up my alley was it's Death by Magic. Where it's like this, I, I don't even honestly know the magician's name, but he's like this skinny, bald, beard, I think it's Lon- all of them, yeah. London dude. And uh, it's basically like, there's like seven, eight episodes or something, and they're like 30, 30 to 40 minutes each, so it's easy to watch, and he goes to different places all the time. But dude, like, these guys that are like the professional magicians, like David Blaine stuff, like, that shit's insane. Like, yeah. I just don't understand it. I mean, even when we go to like the local bar and there's a magician there who's just a... Uh, Guy that goes to bars and does magic. I mean, those are still pretty crazy, but it's like these guys that are like good enough to be famous and on TV and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's crazy. But like one of the things I watched because it was interesting to me was uh, he did a buried alive thing where he escaped from being buried alive or whatever, which actually killed a magician in 1990. Because oh, that's no. the ironic thing is a lot of these magicians that die, they die from their stunts. The one guy died in 1990 because he was in the coffin and the whole thing was instead of dirt, they were putting like cement over it, but the cement actually caved in and went all the way down and oh actually crushed him gosh. inside the thing. And that's how he died. His name was like Joe Burrows or something. And then another magician they said that died was also like where they did this thing where he went into like this box and went underwater and had to escape. And he accidentally had knocked down or knocked the thing that is that was actually giving him air in his 
stunt and it actually so it backfired and he actually ended up drowning or whatever and then obviously we all know Houdini dying by getting like punched in the stomach or whatever he did didn't he take cannonballs to the stomach I don't know I think he did it all but I think there was one thing where he was I think what, what killed him though was it was a punch that he wasn't like ready for yet and the guy hit him but I mean I don't know when was Houdini even around the 1800s or something yeah probably right we don't even no one knows the true story of what happened to him but uh so, yeah, that's pretty much that. And then it's still the occasional Simpsons. Oh, I just really quick, <laughs> since I'm on the subject of the Simpsons. It really threw me off when I saw that little conspiracy <laughs> thing on the Simpsons where it's they say it might not. Uh, Ralph Wiggum might not be Chief Wiggum's son. He might be. I, I believe that uh, cop's name is Ed. The other one. Yeah, they mm. even hear it. The well, funny thing is, is that guy hardly even. Yeah. Is active and it's because it's yeah. the, the other guy's Lou. Yeah, Lou's the one that does a lot of the talking, but the other guy kind of sits there. But it's like, in a weird way, and I mean, I know that's what these shows like to do. They like to throw little things out there that make you think and make yeah. you. Because at the end of the day, it is all your imagination, unless someone does say something. But I mean, in all honesty, it wouldn't surprise me because it is funny that they have the same hair, and also he does come off a little slow, like Ralph is. But then at the same time, Chief Wiggum's not all yeah. there either. Yeah. So that's why it's hard to like. But it is fun that they do stuff like that because it really does make you think, makes you wonder. It's just the same thing in The Office. Like, who's the Scranton Strangler? Always those conspiracies of, is it Creed? Is it Dwight? Is it Toby? I don't know if Dwight was ever really a serious person, but Creed and Toby, I know you hear a lot. Might just exciting any. stuff. Yeah. But I liked in uh, King of the Hill, they just made it obvious that the one kid was a Native American. It was the same situation. Oh really? One of the I never g- really got into King of the Hill. Yeah, I watched a few episodes. I mean, yeah, I, I saw a few remember. here and there when it was like actually yeah. going on, but so one the one guy's wife would always hang out with this Native American guy, and then their son was clearly. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's <laughs> a, okay. Well, that's funny then. That's yeah. like obvious, but these are like little subtle things. We're on season thirty, by the way, with the Simpsons. <laughs> Jeez, wow. crow. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel thirty years old. Yeah. Well, I've been watching uh, very slowly, piece by piece. Uh, Ant-Man, the original. I watched the sequel on a plane, and I really enjoyed it. And so why not see the first one? Well, this one popped up on Hulu. I was like, ah, oh, let's check it out. Some and, good uh, Michael Pena shit. Well, the reason I'm watching it slowly is uh, I, I recorded it. But I don't know how I did this, but it recorded in like 440i, uh, whatever. So on my TV, it's very small. On my phone, it's full size. So I've just been watching it on my phone. That makes sense. <laughs> like when you eat lunch or something? Yeah, exactly. I've never had that problem with anything else. I don't record a whole lot of stuff on there, but hmm. I don't know. Maybe someone write in and tell us how to fix that if, if you even can. But that's really, I've been watching like Christmas Vacation minutes at a time. Yeah, I need to find that. Because like, I finally just bought it on iTunes. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm sick of looking for it. Now I have it everywhere I go, and it, life is just so much better. You When you know yeah. at, a, at a moment's notice, I could be watching Eddie sh- cleaning out the sewer, the septic tank into the sewer, rather. And that's just a nice feeling. It, it's good to know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I haven't been watching a whole lot other than that. Um, any last things to add off-road, Andy? Yeah, I've been busy. i got uh, some Super Smash Brothers to play, so... Well, there you, you go. Know, not a lot of TV watching for me. All right. Well, with that, we'll uh, sign off. You guys have been listening to episode 89 of the Tony's Take podcast. This is our entertainment podcast, of course. 
we had I play Nintendo games off-road Andy. That's mean. Did okay. you say me or mean? Mean. I don't like yeah, that name. Go back. We have Or just don't give me a name. I don't, I don't need a name. Andy's all rattled now. A girl has no name. Andy. Thank you. And then uh, Tony Katz. Thank you. And yes. Again, I'm Sean. Make sure you check out our sports podcast, LeBron versus Wade. Big deal or not, hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Happy holidays.